Madam Speaker, the Washington Redskins, one of the most storied teams in American history. Sammy Baugh, Jurgensen, Huff, Taylor, Teisman, Riggins, Monk, Jacoby, on and on. The NFL franchise that represents the nation's capital. The NFL franchise that represents the grit, courage, tenacity of our great Native Americans. Now is known as the team that has made Nissan their official vehicle beam me up. The Washington Redskins now ride a warhorse made in Japan. Unbelievable. Tell me, what's wrong with Ford? How about Chevy, Jeep, Chrysler? Don't they matter to America anymore? I think the Washington Redskins will realize one thing. No wonder the American people consider the Dallas Cowboys as America's teams. Shame, Washington Redskins, shame. And ladies and gentlemen in Congress, this isn't meant to be a joke. I yield back the balance of all the profits going to Japan from products being bought by American people and advertised by American celebrities. The Washington football team has been angering its fans for the last few decades, piling up losing season after losing season with front office scandals and embarrassments thrown into the mix. The team has also gotten under Congress's skin over the years for policy reasons. You heard Congressman Jim Traficant, a Democrat from Ohio, on the House floor, September 24, 1996, the last year the team played at RFK Stadium near Capitol Hill. Representative Traficant was angry about the team's car sponsorship. You also heard him call the team by its since-discarded name. That specific issue, what they call themselves, angered even more representatives and senators in the years since. In this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly, You'll hear what members of Congress had to say about what is now simply and temporarily called the Washington football team, a team which may be far away from the Super Bowl, but is super close to having a new name. When do members of Congress talk about sports teams? Typically to celebrate a winner, a local champion, a bet over who will win the big game. But for the Washington football team, which hasn't had a winning season since Barack Obama was president, it's been something else. It's name. No bigger policy-based controversy in Congress for this professional sports team than its old discarded name. And typically, the remarks come from representatives and senators from states with significant history and populations of Native Americans. Representative Dan Buffet was a Democratic congressman from central New York, home of what was known as the Iroquois Confederacy. It spread across New York and was one of the earliest civil governments and territory that now lies within the United States and Canada. Representative Maffei invoked Native Americans on November 19, 2013. In November of 1794, George Washington, whose portrait is one of only two portraits in this hallowed hall, through his official representative, Tom Pickering, George Washington concluded the Treaty of Canandaigua with the Haudenosaunee. President Washington had a six-foot-long treaty belt fashioned to ratify this treaty, that, the, that our two peoples should live in peace and friendship. Mr. Speaker, George Washington himself respected the Native Americans of this country and their culture. Shouldn't the NFL team that bears his name do the same? Representative Betty McCollum is a Democrat from Minnesota, a state with 11 sovereign tribal nations. Here she is on the House floor, October 23, 2019. No doubt about it. This is a negative word. This is a slur. So it's remarkable that the NFL commissioners and owners continue to sanction the racist and shameful use of the term redskin to describe Native Americans and then profit from it. 
There are millions of Native Americans in this country whose ancestors endured forced removal from their lands, suppression of their culture, and state-sponsored campaigns of ethnic cleansing. The NFL racist mascot mocks this painful history. The state of Washington has 29 tribes. Senator Maria Cantwell, a Democrat from Washington, said this on May 22, 2014. There are many, many issues in what we refer to as Indian country that I would say are about the health and safety and welfare of those individuals. Yet, this issue is a reminder to all of us that intolerance in our communities is a problem. We're here to say that we respect these tribal entities that have requested this name change. Nevada is home to 22 tribes. The late Senator Harry Reid, a Democrat from Nevada, took to the floor multiple times to advocate a name change. Here is Senator Reid on April 30th, 2014, when he was majority leader, directly mentioning the owner of the Washington football team. It is untoward of Daniel Snyder to try and hide behind tradition. Tradition, that's what he says, in refusing to change the name of the team. Madam President, tradition, what tradition? A tradition of racism is all that name leaves in his wake. Mr. Snyder knows that in sports, the only tradition that matters is winning. So I urge Daniel Snyder to do what's morally right and remove this degrading term from the league by changing his team's name. On May 28, 2014, Eni Faleo the Democratic delegate from American Samoa, got more personal about team owner Dan Snyder, not just mentioning his name, but also his Jewish heritage with this reference to the Holocaust. Why is the National Football League so hesitant? Why is Mr. Snyder so slow to do the right thing when some six million of his own people's skins were used for lampshades by the Nazi Germans during World War II? Shame on Mr. Snyder for perpetuating this racism and bigotry. He should know better and do better. As for team owner Dan Snyder, he appeared at the National Press Club on October 5, 2001. In this clip, you hear Richard Ryan, president of the press club, pose a question about the team name directly to Dan Snyder, then Snyder's equally direct response. I have a number of questions here that deal with the, with the same topic, and that is the, uh, the name of the Washington Redskins and uh, whether or not you think that is politically correct, if there's any chances or, or thoughts about changing the name, and if you might think it is derogatory to Native Americans. Number one, we're, we're never going to change the name of the Washington Redskins. Uh, and I think from a bottom line perspective, uh, what it means is tradition. What it means is competitiveness. What it means is honor. It is not meant derogatory. And, and I think that to take it that way is, is just to be able to get a podium and, and speak. Uh, from the standpoint of what it means to every fan, and that doesn't make a difference what what the fan's religion, race, what, what have you, it, is, it means the same thing. It means uh, tradition, it means greatness, it means uh, fighting for the Redskins, fighting for Washington, D.C. Which leads to this history postscript. On July 13, 2020, nearly 20 years after Dan Snyder was at the National Press Club, where he said, we are never going to change the name, Washington announced that the former name of the team will be retired. 
The Washington football team now says it will reveal the new name on February 2nd, 2022. And finally, a bonus clip from a time well before controversy over the team's name. September 11th, not 2001, but 1991, a year the Washington football team won 14 games and ended up winning the Super Bowl, the last time they won the Super Bowl. It was day two of the confirmation hearing for President George H.W. Bush's nominee for the Supreme Court, Clarence Thomas. And this exchange with then-Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Joe Biden. Uh, today I've refrained from it, from those debates, primarily because, as I've said before, uh, engaging in such policy debate, uh, particularly in public, I think undermines the impartiality of a federal judge taking strong positions uh, on issues that are of some uh, controversy in our society and when there are issues on, and there are viewpoints on both sides, undermines your ability. Uh, I, my Dallas Cowboys, for example, played the Redskins on the Monday night, and I am totally convinced that every referee in those games is a Redskins fan, but none would admit to it. Uh, I think that in something as simple as that, even though we have strong views and, uh, about who should win, something as simple as that, we'd want to feel that the referees, and judges are to a large extent referees, are fair and impartial, even when we don't agree with the calls. Well, the Dallas Cowboys or the Redskins? I'm a, I'm a lifetime uh, I've been a Dallas Cowboys fan for 25 years. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. We've got a solid answer. That didn't I'm, come off of my time, did it? No. <laughs> I'm just curious. I, well, I'm certain that that will probably uh, have someone else who expresses concern about me. I think that will. I think that will create more concern than anything thus far. <laughs> uh, to. To have you in this nest of Redskin fans, to be a Dallas Cowboy fan, certainly discloses a degree of independence which will serve you very well uh, on the court. Uh. At the end of that clip, you heard Alan Simpson, Republican senator from Wyoming, say that being a Cowboys fan would create more concern than anything thus far for Clarence Thomas. We now know there is a controversy looming for Clarence Thomas that was far bigger than his football team allegiance. We'll tackle that story in another podcast. That's it for this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly. A reminder that you could do your own searches in the C-SPAN video library. You can look for more mentions of the Washington football team or mentions of other Washington professional sports teams like the Nationals and Capitals, teams which have won championships over the last couple of decades. Just go to cspan.org and use the search bar on top. It's free which makes it much cheaper than the price of parking at FedEx Field. Thanks for listening, and happy searching.